0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis.
1: Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, around the world, and in Sharjah, and in the UAE. But today is a very special day, ladies and gentlemen, because... Yesterday at 9 o'clock p.m. was the Apple event where the new iPhone was announced and today obviously we are going to be talking about it because you guys know I love my Apple products and I love my iPhone but I want to ask you guys are you guys excited for the new iPhone but we will be talking about the iPhone 12 and more and also about Prime Day 2020 and deals to look out for which is Amazon's biggest sale of the year. Now I personally have bought a couple of items during Prime Day and let me tell you guys the deals are good. For our Take This Out segment, we're going to be talking about an eco-friendly driverless shuttle that has passed the test right here in Sharjah. Very interesting to talk about. Also, for the gadget of the day, Khalifa University team has designed an eco-friendly face mask. Now, pollution is a big deal. Global warming is a big deal now with the exceeded use of the face mask. Some people are throwing it away in the street. Some people are disposing it correctly. But we're having an eco-friendly face mask right now. For our Apps All Around the World segment, we're going to talk about Gmail Go in a lighter version of Gmail, which Google is creating, and how it is now available for, for all Android users. Lots to talk about right here on Pulse 95 on Future Talk. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about what happened during the Apple event. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with Senorita. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Oh, boy, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. Oh, boy, it is time. It is time. You know what time it is. It's time to talk about the Apple event that did uh, come out yesterday, uh, actually, at around 9 o'clock p.m. UAE time. The iPhone 12 was announced and Money More was announced as well. And I personally did watch it and I loved it. Omni, did you see it?
0: I loved it. I loved it as well.
1: Now, before we get into it, before we talk about Mm. the details, uh, Omni, would you buy the new iPhone?
0: I was honestly quite intrigued. I wanted to buy it since I do have the iPhone XS Max. So I didn't buy the iPhone 11. But at the same time, I I was a little disappointed mm. that they were trying to be sustainable by removing yeah. all the accessories within the box. So now when you get a box, you're only getting an iPhone. Yep. You're not getting a charger, no headphones, nothing.
1: Apparently, apparently, they're saying there's around 2 billion wires and charges in the world that we don't need anymore.
0: And they are also saying that. Pretty much everyone has the new yes. headphones and the chargers, so why go ahead and add more things to it?
1: Now, I want to ask the viewers and listeners, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. would you buy the, the new iPhone? Before we even get into this, would you buy the new iPhone? If, and if it, you would, would you get the normal version or the pro version? 4215 Durat Salat. Now, after unveiling its new line of iPads and watches last month, Apple has came back and announced its 2020 iPhone. On October the 13th, which was yesterday, with the phrase high speed. Now, normally, Apple would have already v- unveiled its next iPhone in September. But we do know because of the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of things have been pushed. And Apple event was pushed and delayed until yesterday. Now, just like last year's event, we did expect Apple to unveil more than one iPhone. Now, a lot of people were saying there was going to be four or five, but it was four to be precise. Yes. Now, many rumors have pre- previously said the names for the iPhones would be called the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, and And iPhone 12 Pro Max.
0: And it was all true.
1: Yes. Now, Apple has yet to release an iPhone with the mini monker on it. with It never yeah. had that kind of a gimmick, the mini mm-hmm. series on it. But now we're seeing it for the first time.
0: Yes, indeed. And the best part about it is that it was also uh, all being unveiled yesterday uh, mm. during the event. And everyone was so excited. Everyone was actually live streaming it. But the best part about it is that they also launched the biggest iPhone ever. So that is what we call the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Would you get the iPhone 12 Pro Max or the iPhone mini or the iPhone 12? 12 mini or the normal mm. iphone 12
1: so me personally after having an iphone 11 max mm. i cannot go down to another level of a smaller screen True. because you get used to it so much and if you if you touch any iphone right now that is not your phone there's not the max version you're gonna feel different I, your, your eyes even you. your eyes so they can stabilize on the text it's going to be very hard
0: I definitely agree with you on that one but this new this new lineup of iPhones is actually the thinnest and lightest 5g smartphones in the market so we're finally having 5g become a part of uh, iPhones and the best part about it is that it's also gonna bring us a lot of a high number of connectivity but without necessarily uh, putting a huge load on the battery so mm-hmm. whenever the iPhone recognizes that you know the connection is great you don't need 5g at the moment it will will turn off 5g connectivity so that you can also conserve your own battery
1: now Omnia when we're looking at the design because obviously iPhones are very attractive Mm -hmm. looking the number one selling point for me as a consumer is not only the iOS but how the iPhones look attractive Mm -hmm. now for me personally, the iPhone 5S and the uh, the iPhone SE, uh, the older versions, the way they had that rectangular, rectangular squared shaped, yeah, that was the selling point for me. True. After they brought out that curved ones, now a lot of people do debate that the iPhone 6 was the best iPhone to ever yeah, drop. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say because of the curve.
1: The curve. But I personally, I missed that sturdy feeling in my hand. And we're seeing this with the iPhone 12 Pro. Now, what in your and in your, in your opinion, what do you like? You like the curved or you like the squared?
0: I think I like the squared a bit more because it does look very sleek and elegant at the same time. Um, but I do feel like their new innovation with the charging yes. has definitely caught my eye because we're no longer looking at you know plugging in your yes. I- iPhone into the charger, but now literally having a very similar charger to the watch, to the Apple Watch. The, the charging, MagSafe charger. Yes. So, so, charging um, your iPhone. Omnia,
1: you have a MagSafe on your laptop, correct? Yes. So, see, with, with with mine, I don't have a MagSafe. Mm-hmm. I don't have MagSafe. I, tuk, I have to click it. Yeah. So, we're seeing that now we're going to be seeing wireless charging with that MagSafe on the back of the iPhone. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's been a lot of talk about, the first of all, the 120 hertz refresh rate on that yeah. phone. But Apple did come out and they did address it, saying, listen, we would love to put it on the phone, but we're not doing it yet because mm-hmm. we haven't found the correct recipe on how to consume a, uh, a correct battery life. But at the same time, have that refresh rate, because we know that if you have a higher refresh rate, is going to drain a lot of your battery. But in all of this, ladies and gentlemen, all of this, the number one talk of that hour or whatever of that night was why they removed the battery, uh, the, the charger and the headphones. Now,
0: I've seen so many memes on the internet so far, and it's only been like, what, less than a day now of people actually saying, you yes. know, now we're getting the box without the charger, without the headphones. Stay tuned for next year when you get the box without the iPhone even, that, you know?
1: That, that's what a lot of people are saying now. And Apple's defense, they're saying they want to reduce the amount of uh, the amount of e-waste.
0: Yeah, and the, they want to reduce their carbon footprint. But yes. the question is, aren't they going to still be manufacturing? manufacturing? manufacturing headphones and charger and chargers for those who you know Mm -hmm. their chargers Break down or are destroyed. You're still gonna have to manufacture them for people to buy them.
1: 100 percent, Omnia. I like the point you just brought up. Now, for us as as old iPhone users, it doesn't really make a big difference from us for us because most of the time we already have the air, the, the the headphones. We have the charger but, already. But the chargers
0: but, are not heavy duty. I'm telling you, like no, they I, do talk, yeah. break down, especially the wire.
1: Yeah, we already have them, for example. But okay. let's say someone who is new to iPhone True. and wants to buy. So now this person, it might not be an attractive selling point. Now. Mm-hmm. What I know, Omnia, yeah. is I believe I think in in the EU or New Zealand that the cost of the the, the, the charger and the air the, the headphone is going to be deducted yeah. from the price. Something around, or you're gonna get them for free. Something something like that. There's a, there's a point that's happening in the EU because the EU actually is battling Apple big time. Mm-hmm. They're battling Apple big time. And even at one point last year, they were saying that, listen, to, to, to kind of manage e-waste and to, to, to battle glo- global warming and pollution and the e-footprint, uh, the uh, the carbon footprint, everyone needs to have that same charger. All, all phones True. need to have that USB, I think, C charger. All phones need to have it. And Apple was going back and forth with them. But, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this year is crazy. Mm, uh, it uh, is. Personally, especially <laughs> for the Apple lineup. Now... The iPhone 12 Mini, Omni, I want to know what you think about it.
0: Uh, I like it. I definitely like the fact that they did not want to, you know, they didn't want to compensate for the benefits that you're getting in the iPhone. You're still getting top-notch specs, but at a reduced price. What, but I, what
1: about the size? The Do you size, feel like it's a mini?
0: it doesn't it's not as many as I thought it would be like yeah. I, the thing is it, it to me it looked no different than the difference between an iPhone 11 and an iPhone 11 Pro or mm. an iPhone 11 Pro Max sorry the iPhone 11 and the iPhone sorry the You're iPhone good. 11 and the iPhone 11 yeah. Pro Max. Um, I, to me, it wasn't much of a difference in the size, but at the same time, uh, I like the selling point. So they were actually marketing it as mini for all those, especially I feel like businessmen, people with small hands, or people who want to be able to fit all of their gadgets into their pockets. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a handy dandy gadget for them.
1: Now, Omnia, I personally I like I like the I like the the selling point a lot. This is good for. Uh, for kids, for for, yeah. for, for, for kids, uh, not kids, not kids. I'm not talking about eight years old. I'm talking about 14, 15, yeah. because nowadays having a phone is an essential and not a luxury. When is. you're having a phone, it's an essential uh, product. It's not a luxury. I agree. So it's, it's good to have that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the number one factor. Let's talk about the selling point. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the price. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about. The iPhone 12 mini is going to be starting at 699 US dollars. Mm. iPhone 12 is going to be starting at 799 US dollars. The iPhone 12 Pro at $1,999. I like to round it up to <laughs> $1,000. And the iPhone 12 Pro Max at $1,099. So $1,100. So what we're seeing basically is that every phone, the higher you go up, is going to exceed the limit of $100. Now, Omnia, mm. if you had the choice right now, what mm. would you buy?
0: Pro Max. <laughs> Pro Max. <laughs> because I like the big screen.
1: Granted, That's that. I would buy the Pro Max as well. Yeah. Now, it's time to ask our lovely audience and viewers who are viewing on YouTube or who are yes. listening in the car or wherever you are. 4215, let us know which iPhone would you buy. The iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12, 12 Pro, or even 12 Pro Max. 4215, or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. We're going to be taking a short, very short break. But when we come back, we got a lot in store for you guys. But... You know what happens in the world, Omnia? What happens? Some people (laughs) rise, and some people, they fall. You're listening to Pulse.
0: Pulse 95.
1: Pulse 95.
0: Check
1: this out. Check
0: this out. Right here in Sharjah, we love to be the hub for innovation. But what if I told you that driverless shuttles are hitting the roads right here in Sharjah? Because a fleet of driverless shuttles have gone through a successful trial. And soon enough, we will be able to find these eco-friendly vehicles being on our roads alongside normal vehicles. Because... Operated by UAE-based smart transport firm Ion, these driverless cars are currently roaming around the University City of Sharjah, especially around all those universities, University of Sharjah, American University of Sharjah, and Sharjah Police are currently ensuring that the testing is completed with absolute safety.
1: Now, because of the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, Omnia a lot of universities have been kind of re- 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 renovating and creating new things and now because obviously university of city is basically a ghost town because <laughs> <laughs> there's no one going to university yeah. everyone's online be, the, the the schools are online universities are online so we're seeing that this is being implemented now i like it i like it you know why on the i first year of university i used to take the bus mm. i used to commute with the bus so I like it because i'll tell you why i'm looking at i'm looking at the design the design looks nice now the trial was designed to assess the operational efficiency of the autonomous shuttles in a large area now for those who haven't been to university city university city is huge now the next generation of vehicles which do take students between colleges is equipped with 3d vision environment recognition automatic route navigation sensors and motion sensor doors now these smart shuttles are emissions free now, and they're also wheelchair accessible and can carry up to 15 passengers. Now, ION, which is the company, did announce a partnership with Navia, which is a French company which does specialize in autonomous transport. Now, this concept was in January. Now, I think. Now it's and,
0: coming to life.
1: Now it's coming to life. Now, the project is part of an effort by ION to make the transport sector more sustainable. Now, the talk of the of the year is sustainable energy that's number 1 and obviously we're seeing a lot of companies and a lot of big companies do their most to kind of reduce their carbon footprint True. now number 1 we saw Apple yesterday saying listen no more charges, <laughs> no more cables nothing now i like this why because number 1 sustainable energy very important number 2 driverless yes see now now omni we talk about ai a lot we talked yesterday we talked about with mohammed zraouni the yeah. ceo of beyond x we we're talking about how uh, soon enough we'll have robots and AI that will change your oil, a uh, robot barista. And now we're seeing a, driver, a driverless shuttle. And it's all being implemented right here in Sharjah, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So that is awesome. And on top of all of that, That is right next to the Sharjah Sharjah Innovation Park and Technology. Yes. So that's amazing.
0: And, you know, whenever we're talking about autonomous vehicles, the first thing that comes to mind is Tesla. But right here in Sharjah, we're even ahead of Tesla because these smart electric shuttles are definitely going to be reducing traffic that tends to happen in uh, University City, especially as students return back to classes. But it's also going to be improving air quality so uh, currently there is going to be happen there will be happening a a pilot trial with ion that's going to help students also get to experience these driverless shuttles But don't worry, they're going to be safe. Police cars are going to be surrounding them to make sure that in case of any emergency, uh, they will basically uh, be able Mm -hmm. to intervene. Now, the project is part of an effort that is done by the company ION that is currently responsible for this project. And as you mentioned, Tani, they did start, uh, I think, at the beginning of this year. But now we're seeing them hitting the roads. Now, this service of self-driving yes. car- cars will be available in the emirates for mm. sure for mm. people to go ahead and try it out by the end of the year and then they're going to be serving the rest of the uae and the rest of the emirates mm-hmm. for them to also get a glimpse of what these electrical vehicles yes. can do
1: now I mean, this is this not the first time we've seen these vehicles being used now ion's electric vehicles were used to take Sharjah medical district doctors to home visits and coronavirus testing yeah. now they were also used for medicine deliveries by the University Hospital of Sharjah now nationwide autonomous transport has been high on the agenda for years now let's talk about statistics mm-hmm. the UAE was ranked eighth in KPMG's annual autonomous vehicles readiness Ign- index which does performing well in technology infrastructure and the willingness of its people and government to embrace driverless cars. And Omnia, the UAE is continuing with this strategy of making 25% of transport autonomous by 2030. And this move did begin in 2016. So, so far, we're doing great for our four-year mark. We're doing great. And I'm excited to see, maybe one day we're going to see driverless taxis. And it was being implemented. There was a little bit talk about it. We're already seeing smart taxis right here in the UAE mm, as well.
0: Absolutely. And we're also going to be uh, soon enough seeing An electric car uh, ride-hailing service that's going to be launched uh, as well in Sharjah. So uh, there's a lot coming in the pipeline for autonomous vehicles as well as green vehicles, since this is what we like to call electrical vehicles, since they do reduce air pollution and improve air quality. Let us know, would you be excited to ride in a driverless shuttle or would you be a little bit wary of uh, any accidents happening?
1: It's like when I, when I graduated from university, all of a sudden <laughs> all the all, all the, even Omnia in, in, in the university I was in Omnia, they they renovated everything. They had the new student center, everything and they had like bought like 10 <laughs> restaurants. When I was there there wasn't no restaurants. Let us know what you guys think. 4215 Dorsal would be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about the gadget of the day, and an eco-friendly face mask. Stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. This is a gadget that you will not want to play with but you will be happy to use especially during the COVID-19 pandemic as many of us use their face masks and then throw them away right after that use unless you're using reusable face masks and washing them frequently because Today we're talking all about an invention coming right from the UAE, Khalifa University. A group of students have designed an eco-friendly face mask that can be reused and that does not harm the planet. Now, what makes this face mask very special is the way it has been designed. Make sure that you're not compensating sustainability for the benefit of the mask. So a lot of the times, whenever we find reusable masks, they don't necessarily have all the right filters that allow them to protect us from contracting the COVID-19 virus.
1: Yes. Now, we've been seeing a lot of use with uh, masks and gloves. Now, earlier this year, there was a kind of shortage in the EU and around the world, actually, yes. of face masks and how a lot of people, a lot of companies didn't uh, think that one day that every, the whole world will be using face masks. And we did see the the use of reusable face masks to kind of uh, combat the use of the single-use face mask. Now, the proliferation of such disposable personal protective equipment has raised major concerns about the environmental toll created. Now, actually, Omnia, I've seen pictures online in the States and in the EU that people were throwing masks away on the street, which, uh, number one, that is not sanitized at all, no sanitation. And number two it's ruining the environment now a team at the khalifa university saw this problem and said listen let's combat it so the khalifa university in abu dhabi does have the answer now researchers there have developed a prototype of biodegradable environmentally friendly face mask with nanofibers that will have a strong antimicrobial properties. Now, Omnia, I love the word antimicrobial.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I love the name of the mask as well. It's called Mask, and it can be reused several times before you go ahead and get rid of it. Now, we've seen microbial technology actually become very widespread, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. And for those of you who don't know, microbial technology is basically using certain fabric, certain material that can disinfect itself. So you won't have to constantly, uh, you know, use sanitization to disinfect the piece of clothing or even the piece of furniture that has this uh, form of Uh material on it. But this innovation, not only does it reflect how creative students right here in the UAE have been, but it also shows how we can use technology to solve an issue that we are facing in our day-to-day life.
1: Now, Omni, it seems like technology has been the solution for everything (laughs) lately. I mean, it is. I love technology. Maybe that's why uh, we host a future show, uh, (laughs) a technology show, Omni. But uh, I mean, let's talk about the filter, the filter. Now, the project was the result of a collaboration between Khalifa University and the University of Salerno in Italy. Now, the filter does aim to provide effective protection and avoid skin irritation, which is very important. Yes. A lot of people were complaining about acne, maskne. rash, Mask Oh, it's called masking. Yeah, wow, I didn't so know. I didn't the, know that.
0: It's the acne you get from wearing the mask for long hours every mm. day, or even not changing it frequently enough.
1: I mean, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay, never mind. What is I, it? Because I, uh, I put the mask behind my ears.
0: Yeah, and your ears. I, my
1: ears hurt. They hurt. The long periods of time, especially when I'm in the gym. Mm. I'll be wearing uh, the mask the whole time. My ears. Would hurt so bad. Now, I want I, I want to know if, if 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 people had that problem as well. A lot and of people it, so, have had Sometimes it. I have elephant ears, <laughs> like my ears. After look, the camera's looking. I have <laughs> like that. They will flap out.
0: You know, it's interesting that you mentioned this because I came across a social media post that was saying how gener- our generate like the next generation is evolving from. the the stuff that we're going through nowadays. So the next generation may not have wisdom teeth and I feel like the next generation may also have protruding ears from how often we've been wearing face masks nowadays.
1: It's so uncomfortable but let's go back and talk about the filter now. Mm. Uh, It does have a strong antimicrobial properties that does remove listen to this ladies and gentlemen 99% of bacterias. Now the next step is starting the second phase of the design which does aim to improve the mask even more. Now, I personally, I'm still using single single-use uh, masks, face masks, face masks, and uh, let's go t- back and talk about how uh, there there is uh, no uh, it won't uh, irritate the face. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people actually have been talking about mask as you mm-hmm. said rashes on the face. I personally have had after I take after I have a shave, uh, my my face would be so irritated and itchy because of the face mask. So and and unfortunately because of such a high demand of face masks a lot of companies are creating not top quality face masks there's a lot of uh, like like let's say for they example they may look aesthetically um, nice uh, yes. but
0: they're not serving the health purpose that they're being used to so
1: let's say for example for. example omnia's omnia's masks company creates 1000 masks mm. and i'm saying you're doing good but you're not kind of fulfilling the orders so i'll make Omnia ask a mask <laughs> company and try to sell it at the same time, but it's not True. the same quality. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot. And, and and thankfully, right here in the UAE, they are combating the people or the companies that are doing it. Amazon as well was combating those uh, those companies that were, were or the sellers that were selling not the top quality masks, which did re- result in, in rashes and a lot of people actually had, developed skin conditions because because of the mask and had to result to a clothy like mask. There was a there was a, a time where I'm saying. That. Lots
0: of cloth masks, cloth, cloth, are, uh, and, and, on the and you
1: can clean them and reuse them. Wash w- them up. Wash them up. Let us know what you guys like. Do you guys like to use a one-time mask or reusable? Reusable
0: masks, masks cloth masks, or even three D printed masks. Which is you, which? One of those are your go-to face masks? Send in your thoughts at Pulse ninety-five Radio on Instagram or text us at four two one five do or it does a Coming up on Future Talk, we're talking all about a new application that might just make sending emails become so much easier and faster.
1: And lighter, Omnia. Yes. So maybe you just can't take your eyes off <laughs> of it. This is Pulse95. 95. Pulse95. 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. Pulse95. What's worth a click and download. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about an app which comes straight out of the Google. <laughs> the Google. Now g- the Gmail, Gmail. The Gmail. Now, Gmail Go is a lighter version of Gmail, which is now available to all Android users. Now, Google apps are cool, and, and I love them uh, personally, but they can get a little bit bloated. And what we mean about bloated, they can have a little bit of... Uh, stress they can stress the phone a little bit
0: yeah and they can be very crowded yes. at the same time You yes. know, they will suck up your resources like mm. no other they will take yes they'll, they'll put a huge toll on the battery as well
1: and when people talk about Google uh, sucking up resources they're talking about Google Chrome now I personally when I need to be efficient on my computer I don't use Google Chrome because it takes so much of the RAM but uh, it is typically manageable on powerful devices but if you have an entry-level smartphone it's probably struggling to keep up. So Google has launched a Go version of some popular apps for precisely this reason, but some of them are only available for Android Go devices. However, we have noticed that Gmail Go has quietly been made available to all Android Android devices.
0: Yes, indeed. Gmail Go looks pretty much like the regular Gmail, with very minor design differences. So, the app's frame rate has been capped, so that means it may not be as fluid as we would expect the normal Gmail app to be. However, it does reduce the toll it takes on the battery. So, we're also looking at a lot of features being introduced to this application that haven't been introduced to the normal Gmail. So, that includes having Google Meet integrated within the app itself but that has got to be my favorite feature so far since having the ability to chat with someone to be on a call on Google Meet but at the same time be able to send an email within the call itself is pretty cool especially for those who are working remotely. Now the way the app is described on the Android or the Google Play Store doesn't say much about these differences except the fact that it points out that Gmail Go is just like the normal Gmail app that we have known and that we have loved. It's just a little lighter and a lot faster.
1: Now, uh, when I was using uh, an Android back in, I think it was 2012, mm. 2013, it was, an H- C- it was called HCT or HTC? HTC. HTC. Mm-hmm. HTC is, is the university, the college. Now, HTC, I used it and uh, it was an entry-level smartphone. Yeah. And I did have Google, Google Gmail on it and I had a couple of apps on it. And I could feel that whenever I had Gmail running in the background or any app running in the background... I would feel my my phone get heat a little up. bit heat up yeah. and it would start to become slow and drain the battery life. Now, back in 2012, now obviously we're not at that same technology level we are right now at, at during this time and day. So Google said, listen, okay, we'll make it lighter because a lot of people do have entry-level iPhone, uh, Android phones, Android devices. Now, a lot of people don't realize that, but so many. I think I don't know the exact numbers, but Android uh, Go devices. Yeah. There's so many in the world, and a lot of people uh, don't want that uh, top of the line uh, uh, phone. They just want something to get them through their day. And when I talk about those type of people, those are number one. Uh, let's say the older generation, the elderly, who don't use social media that much, mm-hmm. who o- probably only need it for reading emails or texting or getting in touch or even calling. Now, it's <laughs> funny that when we talk about phones, we, we kind of it's the uh, last
0: on the list. Last now. thing on the list
1: now <laughs> is talk about using a phone to call. Now, how many? When's the last time you you called someone?
0: No, pretty recently. Pretty I actually recently. hate texting. You hate texting? I'd rather call and get it done.
1: Now, 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 for when me, was the
0: last time for you?
1: I, uh, last time I had a fo- like, if it's a phone call, phone call. Oh. I think it was like a month ago.
0: God. Like a, a phone call to catch up
1: with a friend. Like a month ago.
0: You know, it's crazy that you mentioned this because um, recently there has been this movement about people quitting social media for detox, like for life. No, life. I'm not talking about. Just a month, a week worth of not using social media apps. I'm talking about people deciding to completely go off social media. And one of them actually is, if I'm not mistaken, one of the founders of Instagram decided to completely quit social media platforms. And the reason behind that is because he wanted to put quality time whenever he wanted to catch up with friends and loved ones.
1: Now now I know a friend personal friend of mine, I've known him ever since I was in eighth grade. He just yeah. he just started, I think two days ago, a 30 day detox of, of, of social, social media. media, deleted everything. But see,
0: including WhatsApp. No, ex- no,
1: ex- keeping WhatsApp. But see,
0: this is why I've been very intrigued because a lot of people actually yeah. don't consider WhatsApp as a social yeah, media platform. I,
1: exactly, because now it's it's a it's a, it's messaging, like a messaging. It's app. a messaging app that you, it's a, it's a mandatory. It's not a luxury. It's a necessity. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that, talking you to delete, family. If the,
0: if you delete WhatsApp, it's like you're disconnecting. From you're the disconnecting
1: world. from the world. So. I know this guy, he's doing, doing the same thing. I know a couple of people, and a lot of um, motivational speakers would tell you, the first thing to do in the morning is not look at your phone. Don't look at your so phone. so hard to do, but, but, but so it, it's It's hard to do. I'll tell you why. Because your phone, first of all, it tells the time. You want to know if something important has came up and you have to check on it. But so- then that
0: also impacts the way I feel like the rest of your day goes. Because whatever you feed your mind at the beginning of the day is what it's going to keep yeah. thinking of for the rest of the day. So if you're going to start it at a like... With bad news or with mm-hmm. feeling rushed, then that's basically going to be the rhythm of the rest of your day.
1: So, so, so I mean, technology has 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 benefited us in a huge way. I mean, there's no the, count. the pros are, are less than the cons, but there more a, than the cons. Are, are more than the cons. Now, uh, there's a UFC fighter that goes by the name of Jorge Masvidal. Mm. Okay, this man, he he, I think he he was doing fine in the UFC. He was doing fine in the fighting. Yeah. And he decided one day to cut off everything. He cut it off for a year and a half or two years he Mm. cut off social media everything Mm. and he comes back into the the real world the life okay he went down an island an excluded island he did what he had to do and he said he found himself again and he went on to get a championship and he went on to to fight for the world championship so it seems that sometimes instagram twitter everything can distract us from what we really need
0: i was just going to say that and i agree with you on this one simply because the minute I started to realize how much time I spend on my phone or even on social media apps, it's scary, you know? It's scary. When I'm talking about like 8 to 9 hours a day, if I could add those up for the week, I could literally start a side project with all the time I spend on my phone.
1: Exactly. I mean, I mean it, it does come now. I mean, what I personally think, I think that there's something has to be self-control now. Omnia, I think I believe I believe the first cor- course you took in university was a course called time management. Or or was it those for who took probation?
0: No, for I think it was those
1: who (laughs) took probation. I think,
0: if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Or even
1: for management. For management. So, so So, I know a lot of people who took time management. Speaking about time, (laughs) it's the halftime show with I'm gonna do it. The only place to be out through. We got him in the studio right here, right now, live. On the Pulse 95 studio So Omar, welcome to the show brother Mune, are you okay there? Yeah, Looks I'm like okay You a ghost <laughs> Yeah, I, you came in very sleekly Very
0: discreetly <laughs> like
1: Sleekly Sleekly Alright, Omar, uh, what, what, what are we expecting on the halftime show? Couple of stars on the halftime show today Lebron James is on the menu Rafael Nadal is on the menu And also the art of rejection when it comes down to succeeding mm-hmm. Is it a part of your journey? And do you know if anyone has succeeded without rejection? That's on the show today on the halftime show right, do, Can you get a bullseye the first time? <laughs> Thank you. You know what? Can, can, you, can you get it? Let us know. 4215. dot slot. Future Talk. It's coming <laughs> <signing laughs> to, to an end. I, she's looking at me like she wants to say that Future Talk is coming to an end. But the halftime show, the only place to be at three, is coming up. Keep Pulse95 locked. And you're going to be hearing from Omar it, the one and only, in a bit.
0: This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.